Uh, how many of these have y'all done? This will be our 11th recording, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah. Great. 10th or 11th. A lot nice. of backlog, you know, keep it easy on the schedule. Come release date. Like, yeah. I don't know when we're, yeah, we're, we're still figuring all that out. <laughs> yeah. We initially thought we'd probably start releasing this last month, but. <laughs> right. Oh, oh uh, hey, uh, man plans, God laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll save that for the recording. Take this pod and shove it. Howdy, folks. Welcome to Take This Pod and Shove It, the only podcast where comedians and country fans build the ultimate country playlist, one song at a time. I'm one of your hosts. Hi, I'm Tyler Snodgrass. And howdy, shovelos, shovelettes, you shoveheads, you shovel fuckers, you <laughs> shovenots. I'm Danny. I'm Danny Moffat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the other host. And <laughs> Danny, you called them not. You called them shovel fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit about them. I mean, come on. I'm turning heel all of a sudden. Oh yeah, God, you're the bad the guy of the pod. All right. Danny has come to. He's the villain. He's here to fight our very special guest. Today, we are joined by the very funny and uh, equally handsome as me, Eli Coyote Mandel. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Welcome, Eli. In case you can't see, uh, Tyler and I look exactly alike. <laughs> is bizarre i mean i had not met you until now and still not physically in person we are doing this over zencaster shout it out to zencaster whoop, 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 whoop. um it's <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing uh but yeah you guys are identical the only difference the only way i can tell the way between you is uh tyler has like big noise canceling headphones on <laughs> and you just have like apple earbuds and mm-hmm. apparently to you guys i just look like a fuzzy bigfoot or something like that too so whatever <laughs> i'm keeping this yeah. anonymous i'm on witness protection <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah of course this is an audio medium so if you're listening you cannot see it but danny is recording from his new apartment in denver colorado from what he described as a comedy flop house (laughs) he's apparently using internet from 10 years ago because he is just a purple (laughs) blur on my screen he looks like grimace on like a mcdonald's video game or something (laughs) they're like uh tyler when i logged down was like hey uh, Eli, do you know Danny? And I was like, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I can't see what he looks like at all. It's, it, there's a good chance that we've met in the past, but I couldn't tell you, and I'll never know. <laughs> right. Absolutely. It'll, <laughs> it'll be a mystery. Yeah. Yeah, I guess this – I don't know. Everything's coming through super fine. On I think it's my old computer, but, you know. Probably. Going to get a new one soon, I think. <laughs> I hope we, I didn't want to make you feel bad about it or anything like that. Oh, no, no, no. I, I don't I really have much shame. You know, I, I can hear you fine, and I can only, you know, if I can't see you, I can only assume you're hot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tasty piece, yeah. you know. I'm a- <laughs> uh, and then, Eli, where are you, we always like to ask this where are you recording from at the moment? Record, uh, from my living room in uh, New York on, uh, in, on, in, on Manhattan Island. On me. Oh, man. oh, you're on the island. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. Yeah, you can say you can say things go a little bit differently over here. 
Yeah, stuff you see on Manhattan Island, you're not going to see anywhere else in the world. <laughs> Fair to say, yeah. Only you're see in New York. An, an Einstein Bagel Company. <laughs> yeah. You're going to see uh, the Dippin' Dots, which is, mm. I don't know, we haven't gotten to that future yet still. You like M&M's? Yeah, there's a whole store full of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Manhattan Island. <laughs> Couple boys coming in from the Big Snapple over here. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm recording yeah, yeah. from Brooklyn. Of course, me and Eli are competing for New York supremacy. Who is the real New Yorker that moved here from Chicago? The one that lives in the hipster neighborhood or the one that lives on a fancy island? <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, yeah. You're Neither right. of us belong here. That is yeah. the truth. <laughs> You were both playing banjo, like before we started recording too. It made it so much more confusing. And then, like saying saying banjo jive, like kind of stuff. You're like, well, I do flop hand, and I'm not more of a picker. And I was like, as a guitar player, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, flop <laughs> yeah. What did you call was it? Flop hand was that? No, flop hand is correct. Is that right? Um, <laughs> It is. We do want to do a bit of a show sometime where, like, Tyler, because Tyler, I've seen you do stuff like online where you, like, on stage will bring your banjo out and do some, like, bits with your banjo and stuff. We talked about this and we're going to pooch the bit right now. But, you know, <laughs> but uh, we're, I want Tyler to go out and do his little thing. And then I'm going to come out and do and dress up exactly like Tyler with my banjo and then just go, uh, fuck, I don't know, guys. Uh, I kind of took everything I was going to fucking do. <laughs> Just like have a breakdown on stage. <laughs> None of you like it. <laughs> the good thing about this situation Eli and I have is, you know, I, I just know one of these days I'm going to have like the show of my life, but also it's going to be my anniversary with my girlfriend and I'm going to need Eli to fulfill one of those roles. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, which would you choose? I can't say on the podcast. Uh <laughs> I think it's funnier if I make you go on a date with my girlfriend. But <laughs> and it'd be even, even funnier if she doesn't notice. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She won't. We're going to parent trap her. Yeah. <laughs> also, the other thing is, like, I'm sure that if you and I had hair, we wouldn't look that much alike. Oh, not a chance. I can tell. <laughs> it's just people all, all of a sudden, oh, you look like this guy. And it's just like, all right, well, we're just two bald guys. We're just two bald, <laughs> bald guys. Yeah. I get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And if you have a, I feel, and you've got a mustache, I've got a mustache. Yeah. I feel like people always default to, oh, you must have, a, you have a mustache. You look like mustache person who you don't look anything yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. I've gotten that a lot. Uh-huh. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. It's a life. It's a living. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Anyway. <laughs> what the people say. You guys all uh, don't know that stuff. Old Frank Sinatra, New York, eh? No, he's not from there. <laughs> Hoboken. He's a Hoboken boy. Is he really? Yeah, Hoboken, New Jersey. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't either. I didn't know. I well, he's okay. I hope he's okay. <laughs> I haven't heard from him in a while. I just need to know he's all right. I just want to know. Yeah. Just need no to one, know. No one's heard from Sinatra in a while. Did he get? <laughs> did he get canceled? What happened? <laughs> Was Sinatra canceled? Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, let's, I guess we should we should dig in, right? <laughs> if you if you looked at the description of this episode, you're probably excited because we're talking about one of all of our favorite guys. Sturgill mm-hmm. Simpson is the topic today, specifically his fantastic song "You Can Have the Crown" from his first album. Well, now, 
reason that Eli is the special guest on this episode is because Eli and I were, were just a week ago. I mean, I don't know when this pod's going to come out, but for us, it was like a week or two ago. We were going to go see him in concert, and he apparently ruptured all of his vocal cords and then canceled. exploded his throat. <laughs> yeah. And right. then canceled like two days. I mean, you know, we respect that he needed to, but like canceled two days before we were supposed to see him. And of course, we're devastated. Yeah, we're truly bummed. I was like, oh my God, I couldn't believe it. I know. Yeah. I would have loved to have been to that. Like just, I've never like seen Sturgill solo, like hit when I, you know, his current in- iteration, whatever, you know, whatever he's just Sturgill Simpson live with full band and everything like that. But I would have loved to have gone to that show. But that same night, I actually went to Red Rocks here in Denver and saw who is generally his opener, Tyler Childers, with mm-hmm. my friend Shane, came in from Lexington, Kentucky, home of Sturgill Simpson-ish, around there, you know? <laughs> and uh, to, and we had a big Kentucky weekend here in Denver, and Tyler, <laughs> Tyler ruled. So I got to see a show, and you guys did. That sucks. That's great, thanks. Man. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, we'll talk. We'll we'll gush about Sturgill throughout the app. But Eli, before oh, we get into the Sturgill history and mm-hmm. why the, why this song in particular is so good, what's what's your history with country music and you know how did it, how did you find Sturgill and all that stuff? Great, yeah, great question. It's uh like all right, okay. So my so growing, I'm from a from a, a rural area in California, like uh, in between Fresno and Yosemite National Park. So super like in the mountains. Oh, wow. Los yeah. Angeles, yes, I've heard yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, just like right down the one oh one. Right? That's just like <laughs> Pink's hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking Melrose Avenue. Get all your shopping done. You know. <laughs> uh yeah. No, it's pretty much LA. Uh if you travel, if you go up uh if you go up five and then take that to ninety nine and then forty one. And then it's off of 41. Anyway, um, but it's like, oh, yeah, up in the mountains, like, uh, yeah, grew up on like 75 acres of land. We had like goats and sheep and all that. But so, but my folks were like hippies. So we didn't get like a ton of um, country music growing up. It was like all like Beatles and like, uh, you know, 60s, 70s, like Motown and rock and all that stuff. But all the other kids in my uh, little tiny town loved country music and I fucking hated them and it. <laughs> like, I was like, this shit's fucking stupid. Y'all are dumb. Like, cause they're like kind of the most ignorant people. We, I had like, especially in high school, I had like an hour long bus ride to school every day. So like, cause it was like up the mountain. And so they play like radio over the bus to keep us <laughs> entertained. And the first, I had to take two buses. The first bus was all country music and I like hated it. Cause it was also like, you know, post nine eleven of like, uh, like proud to be an American and like oh, where yeah. were you was, and all that stuff. It was that weird like a guilting country right. and xenophobic country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, without a doubt. So that so that was like always super annoying to me, uh, and I fucking hated it and like hated their stupid little cowboy hats and all that stuff. Then it, essentially, when I moved to Chicago, I was kind of like, that might be kind of cool to wear a cowboy hat. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, okay, but the so the main thing is like we grew up on like folk music though, which is like not which is weird that we didn't listen to any country at all because like folk mm-hmm. it's so related. So like I grew up on Pete Seeger and stuff. That's like why I played the banjo was because of Pete Seeger. So oh okay, yeah. And then right. when I was in yeah, then when I was in Chicago, I got into um, John Prine, of course, mostly because I would yeah I would <laughs> listen to a Pete Seeger like a uh, Pandora station, I think. And the way I got into them was like every so often they just play a crying song. And at first I would skip them because I was like, ah, it's kind of like too country for me. And then I would listen to it. And then I was like, you know, Oh my God. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> truly like, and like legitimately life-changing of like lyrics and all that stuff. And then I got super deep into um, Prine over the next like several years. And then like, yeah, uh, the highlight was me and my buddy Mark Denny, we got to go see him at a Chicago theater like right before, like, Right before I moved to New York. So like six months before I moved to New York or whatever, we got tickets to Prine at the Chicago Theater. It was like the greatest experience. It was the best. Um, and awesome. then sim- yeah. And then similarly, like people – I kind of heard of Sturgill and then people would tell me about like, oh, if you like Prine, then you might like Sturgill Simpson or whatever. And I'd see him stuff. And so then it was le- – I think maybe it was my friend Dan Baz. I don't know. That uh, might be who was kind of like insistent that I listen to Sturgill or had always been like, oh, do you like Sturgill? And I'd be like, I just kept hearing his name over and over and over. So then I finally did listen to uh, Turtles All the Way Down or like, yeah, Turtles All the Way Down was like the introduction. I guess that whole album too, right. uh, Meta Modern Sounds. Uh, and it was similarly like, oh my God, every single one of these is a fucking banger. <laughs> you know, like every single song is so good. And I think it, uh, th- the priney things that I uh, uh, like, we'll talk about it in the song. Like the, his lyrics are so priny. You can obviously see like the influence there. Mm. It was also probably, I think there was, I was looking at prine stuff a while ago, like early on, like right when I had st- listened to the album or something like that. And I saw like, there's this Emmy or not the music Academy, um, like YouTube video of, uh, of prine and Sturgill, like talking. And, the main thing I liked about it was like Sturgill just let Prime talk the whole time and he didn't really want to answer questions. He'd always be kind of like, why are you talking to me? And I, I was like, oh, that guy's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then since then, it's just been kind of like a – honestly, the last like year and a half, two years have been like just – like Sturgill's been kind of like my almost number one like um, thing I've been into for the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, so fantastic. It's so great that you like came to him through Prime too. Like mm-hmm. – Tyler and I are clearly giant. We're we uh, uh we're prying boys. We're we're we're, we're prying in the turkey. We're uh, <laughs> prying is the first episode of the pod. Yeah, I'm sure because yeah. I because we were if I were to tell someone to get into country music, that's that. And then it's similar like through him. So prying was like the country thing for me. And then I was like, oh, maybe this isn't stupid and just for like hillbillies. Yeah. And then that through that have kind of branched out and like enjoy like a yeah now like oh oh these are the things i like about it and obviously there's things i don't like about it um yeah oh, for and sure the, yeah. yeah for sure also like <laughs> i don't know if you can i have like two posters like above my tv here this is a prime one and that's a pete seeger one over there but yeah um anyway also this is a visual walk in the walk thing yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's, <laughs> yeah. it's this is not really like uh this is not good for audio but i, I do have to uh shout out that like some of those posters are bigger than the tv so uh, that's just good. <laughs> Shame in your TV size. I don't know why I'm doing that. I live I in a TV. I mean, I a live poster. in the. <laughs> no, it seems like a fine TV. All no, right, this room's just really there. long, so it looks really far away. So it's small. Just in a long room. Yeah, <laughs> it's the long room, baby. Uh, the long room. Great bar in Chicago, by the way. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. we can all vouch for that. I guess. Shout out yeah. long room. <laughs> yeah. Eli, you said a bunch of stuff that I think uh, is really interesting to talk about. If we're talking about Sturgill's origins, which of course is a great place to start in Sturgill's story, because he also, uh, I just listened to an interview with him and Rick Rubin um, recently, and he also, he wasn't really raised on country music. And he even goes on to say in the interview that being labeled a country musician, like capital C country 
has maybe been the most detrimental thing to his entire career because people have such preconceived notions about what country music is and what it's supposed mm-hmm. to be and whether or not it's good or bad or whether or not it fits into these, you know, con- confines that we've defined through listening to shitty radio country uh, throughout <laughs> the 90s and 2000s. But he, he uh, right, you know, he loves bluegrass and he writes all his music on acoustic guitar before figuring out other stuff. And of course, he's an excellent country musician, but he like only really got into music because of like guns and roses and, like, <laughs> right. van van halen and like stuff like that yeah uh and i feel like that's i don't know about you eli but i know danny and i were like we're like dad rock boys who found country <laughs> way later in life yeah absolutely yeah uh, similar yeah i mean like yeah same it's like all growing up it was all beatles and like uh Motown yeah, and stuff, big, and then like yeah. in high school, it was like all alt stuff, like obviously Weezer and uh, 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 like <laughs> White Stripes and all that stuff. So and so when I was listening to Sturgill, and one of the first things I saw was like, oh, he's got a cover of uh, that Nirvana song, you know, in bloom. In bloom. Yeah. yeah. In Bloom, so good. Like, and he does something cool with it and something new with it, and it's so interesting. Good. So, yeah. So it's like, and also similarly, I like, I mean, I think his most country album is, or the first two, I guess, but then like, but like, you know, Sound and Fury is not like a country album, like in any, I mean, it's got like a twang to it a little bit. Sound and Fury, to me, like Sound and Fury, what I, after the first listen to it, I was like, this is like, it's prog rock and also like Texas rock. I was like, this is hmm. Pink Floyd and ZZ Top. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. together. There's like, definitely some ZZ Top in there. Yeah, that's, yeah, a yeah. Good, yeah. that's a good identifier. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I got my, I want to get my aunt because my aunt's a huge music person. Like, and she loves like, you know, Prime. Like she even got me a Prime album before I was super into Prime because I was like, it was like kind of in my heaviest folk phase, like like late in high school or something. And she gave me like a, John Prine CD and I just kind of wasn't into it at the time because I didn't like the, the sound now like but then since then she and I have talked about John Prine a lot and so I wanted to give her a Prine or a, a Sturgill album because I'm like oh this guy's kind of like a John Prine disciple but the only one they had at uh at uh Tower uh Records in Fresno was uh Sound, sound of Fury, and Fury. Yeah. so I got her that because <laughs> I was like okay this is like listen to this but like just so you know it's like a little bit heavier than and she's like it was really interesting <laughs> yeah. right yeah <laughs> You should have sent her just the Netflix anime and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that was attached to it. Like, what a decision. Yeah. Uh, like, a bold move. Yeah. You, you can't fault Sturgill for taking bold moves. That's for sure, too. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of all, all that he does, I feel like. And I mean, right. to me, having listened to all of his albums so many times, I, I feel like the through line kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Danny, you, you have some experience with him as like a, when he was playing in Sunday Valley as like a local band in Kentucky. So right. we got to talk about that in a minute, but you know, <laughs> when he went solo after having a band uh, for a, a while and he releases high top mountain, which has, you can have the, you, you can have the crown on it. I read this quote that he was like, my intention was to make the most country sounding album possible. <laughs> yeah. And I think he succeeded. Right. But then Turtles All the Way Down is a little bit more thoughtful, a little bit more cosmic. And that feels like, yeah, that's a, 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 a sensible evolution. And then Sailor's Guide to Earth is like country, but also incorporates some like rock stuff like that you'll see mm-hmm. later in Sound and Fury. Like right. it's all stair stepping. And then you've got the Bluegrass albums, mm-hmm. which he 
claims to be like, well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm supposed to do the whole time. And then the newest album is a bluegrass concept album. And it's like, oh, it all makes sense. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. It's that thing is like an artist where you don't ever, or I don't, I have this a little bit. Uh, and I am such an artist, but you know, where it's like, <laughs> but if you're a creative person, you don't want to like, sometimes it's harder. It's like, you get a little offended or whatever when people say, oh, that's your thing, you know, or whatever, like, uh, like, uh, yeah. And so you kind of want to know, no, it's not. I actually can do lots of stuff, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so nobody it's puts Sturgill in the corner. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what exactly. I mean? Like, it's like, this what he's, I think feels is like, I don't want to be, you know, uh, painted into a corner, boxed out, something like that. I can do all of it. I mean, he's shown that he's talented enough to be able to kind of do all of it. So, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Tyler, I do have to say, I did the same thing earlier when I said Turtles All the Way Down instead of the name of the album, Meta Modern Sounds of Country Music. Right. Oh, yeah. That's what <laughs> I meant I, to say. But yeah. I do need to call you out because otherwise, because if I were listening, I'd be pissed off for the rest of this episode. <laughs> oh, no. That's No, I would too. I'm that kind of listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never email someone about it, but I would be like, you got to know. Oh, I don't. Yeah. When are they going to say it? <laughs> what are they going to say? Meta Modern Sounds and Country Music, which is it also. I know that's not the album we're focusing on today, but I love that title Me too. so oh, much. Absolutely. Just that it's a shout out to the Ray Charles album and that he's like incorporating. As I, I read all these essays about meta modernism, just uh-huh. in case we talked about it. <laughs> but he's he apparently read this essay about it and was just like, yeah, that's me. I'm meta modern. And then the whole album, lyrically and the stories in it make so much sense as a meta modern piece of mm-hmm. country so anyway, yeah, totally. Yeah, yep. We're all, we're <laughs> all agreed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's let's talk about early life. We'll get the early stuff out of the way. So he is uh, he's born in 1978 as John Sturgill Simpson. So he's a rare he's a rare instance in which he doesn't he didn't totally change his name. He yeah. changed his name a little bit. <laughs> I think yeah, so far on the podcast, maybe with the exception of John Prine, literally every country musician we've talked about just totally changed their name really completely different music. name yeah, like yeah, who absolutely. who changed their name buck well, owens. Klein, buck wait what's owens. buck owens his name alvis edgar owens is his <laughs> name alvis alvis, alvis. 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 Yeah. alvis. damn that's pretty cool that's <laughs> <Yeah>. not bad <laughs> come here alvis could be worse i guess you know it could, yeah, it could, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how, but yes, it could. <laughs> Adolf Hitler Owens. <laughs> right. John Sturgill Simpson, born in Kentucky. Kentucky boy, just like Danny. And uh, I guess he moved around uh, throughout Kentucky for a bit as a kid. He was the first person on uh, his mother's side, first man in his mother's side of the family to not work in a coal mine, apparently. (laughs) Same. Same, right? Yeah, all of us, we share that. (laughs) Um, And uh, so his parents get divorced at some point during his childhood, and uh, he starts to struggle in school. He kind of alludes to this in that interview that I just listened to. He didn't say what, but presumably he got into some drugs or crime, some bad behavior, uh, which is interesting because his dad was a like undercover narcotics officer. Whoa. Ed Sturgill is like <laughs> selling drugs and experimenting with LSD like in high school. <laughs> it's like breaking bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, so as soon as he graduates, he like goes to boot camp and listen to the Navy, which if you listen to some of his music, you know about some of that, his feelings on that and his experiences in that. So he goes to Japan for a while and then he waits tables at IHOP in Seattle <laughs> and then he works on it like a railroad yard and in Salt Lake <laughs> City and just he does 
he's lived a full full life and yeah. then uh eventually starts playing in this band called sunday valley that is going pretty well but he decides to uh go out on his own at the encouragement of his wife and then we fast forward quite a lot to 2013 and we've got the most country music album possible <laughs> right <laughs> high top mountain and a megastar like he's a giant megastar now too which is insane right it's like yeah it's absolutely wild mm-hmm. uh like with all that beginning and everything like that and then like later in life just to become like maybe one of the most I guess at this point, he's like, t- I, I would say he's turning more people towards good traditional classic country music than like Garth Brooks. You know what I mean? Like at this point. Right. Because. Well, he's more active than Garth at this point. Right. He's so also, he's, he's more experimental. Right. He's he's really like changing the form, but showing like he could follow it before he changed it kind of thing. And yeah, experimented probably. a lot, and he's getting a lot of I think a lot of hippies back into <laughs> uh, like country music, kind of like maybe like Waylon Jennings did and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's he knows his roots and he's working it good. <laughs> yeah, and he gets compared to Waylon a lot, which yeah. I think is you know I'm sure he considers a compliment, but also is probably <laughs> feels like he's being painted into a corner a right. little bit, a little chip uh, on his shoulder. Yeah, which I'm <laughs> yeah. sure explains a lot of his like. Fuck you! You can't you can't tell me what to right, do. Right, here's right, a rock right. album, yeah, and here's the cartoon to go with it. <laughs> right, a cartoon, <laughs> anime of all things yeah. too. Yeah, it's like yeah. I remember in the seventies when Waylon made that Ralph Bakshi cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. no. There, yeah, there's a lot of precedent for this. I remember. Yeah, Mer- Merle Haggard. He uh, he wrote a whole soundtrack to. Uh, <laughs> A Flintstones movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you so, remember when Willie Nelson did all that shit for the Jetsons? I mean, that ruled. <laughs> that would honestly be. I, mean, I wouldn't hate that. I'll tell I, you. Yeah, I mean, I would watch it at least once. Yeah, I'll right. say that for sure. I keep getting this advertisement for like months. I've gotten this advertisement on my Instagram for the Sound and Fury graphic novel, which is Whoa. the silliest thing. Whoa! Yeah. it's like it's like a whole another like third degree away from the original album, and I'm tempted to get it, even though it's like eighty bucks. But I'm like, do I I listen to the album and just look at these pictures? Yeah, that's, that's what. That's what my question was going to be is like, what do you do with that? Like, I mean, yeah. I guess you could just enjoy it because, as far as I can tell, that thing has very little story. The uh, right, <laughs> that's what I. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't follow much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole idea is that you're you're supposed to feel like you're like li- like switching through radio stations the mm-hmm. whole time. Like, right. Um, yeah. all right, this song's almost done. Let's see what's on the next channel, uh-huh. and it happens to all be. <laughs> Southern synth rock, <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Somehow, <laughs> Southern synth rock. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's driving through Portland, Alabama. <laughs> uh, he's driving. <laughs> so you can't find any Sunday Valley albums uh, on like iTunes or anything. Yeah, I was I just going to ask. I've never like heard uh, anything from there. They have some YouTube videos of them okay. playing live yeah. that I recommend looking into, especially if you're a fan of Sturgill. So this is for you, Eli, and anybody listening. Check out Sunday Valley. Absolutely. I told Danny about this. I'm like, you know about these guys? And Danny's like, oh, yeah, my band used to do shows with them. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Uh, and I got to say, they rip. Like, it really? is like chicken so picking punk country. It's really, really fun. That's fucking yeah. great. Danny, what was it like really you know, in, in the early 
in the early aughts <laughs> doing, doing yeah, in the shows early or seeing them live. Well, back then, you know, and I listen, I don't want to be some sort of braggart or anything like that. But back then we called him Stu. Okay. His name was Stu. <laughs> oh, <whoa>. And uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. Stu Simpson? Stu Simpson. And he was like the best guitar player in town by far. Like clearly. And yeah, it was just kind of, and I was, my band was like a punk band. And because he hit, they had that kind of like punk country feel going to it. And also not being a very giant scene, but also very eclectic and kind of thriving scene in Lexington, Kentucky of all places. Um, like a lot of good venues. We played shows at this great venue. We've played shows at like a YWCA <laughs> and stuff <laughs> like that. But like, the best venue in town at the time, which is unfortunately gone now, but it was called the Dame, D-A-M-E, the Dame. And we would open for them or just do shows with them a lot. And uh, it was really fun and good. And they would put on like three hour fucking barn burner shows, like absolutely insane. And so it was like, you could just kind of tell like this plate, this band's going to fucking go somewhere. Something's going to happen. And then, you know, I don't know the stories about like, why he went so you said he was encouraged by his wife or whatever but that took like years like sunday valley was like really it, it eventually started like not doing too many shows but when they would do a show it would be a huge fucking show then all of a sudden you don't hear anything from any of them for years and then one day i was in chicago and I was riding with John Marjaluski in his car. That's an old throwback of a name. Yeah. Shout um, out to John. Shout out to John Marjaluski. Uh, and uh, we were riding in his car and I had never heard uh, meta modern sounds and country music. I'd never heard any Sturgill Simpson solo stuff. And Turtles All the Way Down, he just comes on his you know iPod or whatever. I just looked at him and I was like, is this, is this Stu Simpson? <laughs> And he was like, it's Sturgill Simpson. And I was like, Sturgill. All right. That's what he's calling himself now. This is Sturgill Simpson. And then I like gave him the whole story I told you guys. I was like, and he's like, no, dude, he's huge now. And I was like, I had no fucking clue or that's, anything like that at all. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> he would not remember me at all. This is seriously like 15 years ago. Would he remember your band? If you, What was your band's name? Oh, God. I don't want to say it. Okay. <laughs> Because there was a slur in the name or what? <laughs> no, it's just an embarrassing name. Gonna John uh, Gruden your ass, bro. No, it was Very Emergency was the name of the band. Also, keep uh, in mind, I was in improv teams throughout my 20s, so you can't say a name yeah, that's gonna embarrass bad. me. I was in a ska band called GoBot7 and in a punk band called Very Emergency. So That's I'm not bad. very good at picking names. Uh, <laughs> Danny, but- we've, we've talked about this, but now's a good a time as any to say that I also was in a band uh, in college, <laughs> but our name was Emergency Poncho. <laughs> <laughs> We're both prepared. Yeah. You know? When I first <laughs> moved to Chicago, the pe- I, I made a, uh, some people in my band, they found out that we played some instruments. and or So people in my improv class rather and people were like uh oh we should also form a band and our name was was arithmetic <laughs> <laughs> all right we played yeah. one show at the underground lounge and then never did never talked again oh yeah the underground never lounge. talked again <laughs> oh yeah were you a math rock band or something <laughs> yeah one two three four five six seven eight nine ten <laughs> 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 
19, 20, 21. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I was like, this, this is the rest of the episode. Is just <laughs> yeah, a count of five hundred and sauce, sort of rhythmically <laughs> counting. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, Sunday Valley did rip. I would, you can only find them pretty much on YouTube, I think. But you uh, should, I'm gonna check them out as soon as we get off. Check here. them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They rule. And some songs from Sunday Valley appear uh, on the Bluegrass album. Actually, that's true. Oh, really? Yeah. So like uh, the ones that, were they the ones that I don't didn't know what songs they were. Yes. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's yeah, those uh minus Hobo Cartoon, which was a collab with Merle Haggard right before Merle Haggard yeah. passed away. I think Merle wrote the lyrics and uh Sturgill wrote the music. This is a song about the things used to be in a script the Hobo Cartoon. But yeah, those other songs like Jesus Boogie, etc., those are old Sunday Valley songs. Oh, interesting. Cool. Reworked. Yeah. And I, I also don't know all the deeds on how he Sunny Valley went from a band to Sergio being solo. And I don't think <laughs> I didn't mean to imply like the wife broke Sarah broke them up or anything. <laughs> oh, no, no. Well, he talks about actually in that Prine interview, he talks about it a little bit where it's like he took, I think, a couple years off where he was just kind of like working again or something. I think he's like, yeah, yeah. Like and then he yeah, started Nashville. up again in Nashville. That's what it was. Yeah, he was like, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if it was he was like, well, I going solo. It's going solo or broke, uh, or if it's like, well, I just got to go and the and the boys don't want to go. But he wound up in Nashville, and then you know, self produced High Top Mountain. He, and also, real quick, he said in the, this just from the one interview of his that I've seen the Prine, the one with uh, Prine at like the Grammy thing. But he was saying like he was just like kind of just happenstance like uh, like a music agent came to see him one time and talked to him afterwards and he's like my life immediately changed after that where then they started booking me on just bigger and bigger shows and like yeah right yeah they so. from what i gathered like yeah they started he he met an agent and then that agent found a little bit of like some like fund money some stuff like that mm-hmm. to like maybe get him started and they're like we, we can record an album put you on the road to sort to like support this album and then uh, we'll see how it works. And then I mean, he just like took off. Yeah. From there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the I mean, the album's undeniable. It's just full of it's full of bangers. And I mean, I'm not much of a lyrics listener, but I do know that he puts a lot of effort into lyrics, and he is really trying to tell a story. And I think when you dig in and you like either suss out the commentary that he's making, like on a song like "You Can Have the Crown" or the stories like of uh old king cole or like hero uh there's some god it's really good but sonically i mean it might be my favorite it's hard i switch up all the time but i think sonically it might be my favorite record just because it's it's the one you can drive a car the fastest (laughs) yeah right maybe except for sound and fury literally has a has a car on the cover (laughs) driving away from a (laughs) yeah that's so cool yeah Interesting. So I was looking at the personnel on High Top Mountain, and uh, it includes a couple heavy hitters. So it's got John Lennon, John- Paul McCartney. <laughs> From the grave, yeah. John Lennon. Um, K-Rock Dunn. <laughs> Steve Cropper, the whole Blues Brothers gang. Don Ho. I don't yeah. know why, but Don Ho shows up. <laughs> 
and <laughs> Beethoven. <laughs> I'm <Jesus> sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He sings. It's got, so I just thought you guys might enjoy this. So it's got a guy named Robbie Turner, who I had not heard of, but he's a very noted pedal steel guitarist. And he worked on nine Waylon Jennings albums. Uh, so it makes sense he would also, you know, fit well with Sturgill. But some of his other credits include John Prine, The Chicks, The Highwaymen, Coulter Wall, and a Jeff Foxworthy music album. <laughs> There's a Jeff Foxworthy music album? Yeah. What? And it's like, yeah, I looked into That's math it. math rock, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's got <laughs> One, really crazy two, time signatures. Three, <laughs> you might be a redneck if you count like this. <laughs> two, <laughs> what would it be like? Two or three? I need two three beers. You might be a redneck. Anyway. <laughs> I'm, we're working out this out live. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So the Jeff Foxworthy music album is something. It's like, I think his bits set to music and then a couple songs that are written like for him to kind of wow. sing, talk through. Yeah. It seems That's very great. silly. But this guy oh. played pedal steel on it. Sweet. I mean, um, Foxworthy was ecstatic about that. I'm sure. Sure. Yeah. He was. Mostly because I'm sure he made millions of dollars off of it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, more of the personnel includes a person who is a member of the Nashville A-Team, which is the, you know, the legendary group of session musicians we got on this album, Hargis Pig Robinson. Pig is on the album. <laughs> How'd they get Pig? Pig, Pig, got is, Pig. Pig is huge. He, he's like, a, he basically has been nonstop in demand since he played on White Lightning by George Jones. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Also, he is completely blind. What? Yeah, he's like one of the he's like maybe the most famous country pianist, at least in the, at least for session work ever. And he's a blind man that everyone calls pig. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> anyway, so we so got yeah. pig. We got Robbie Turner, and those are those are the two ones that really stuck out to me. <laughs> that's all I wanted to share, I guess. But that's all to say, this is a big. This totally. isn't just. I mean, even though it's like an independent debut country release, like. It's got clout baked into it. It's also like those people aren't going to fucking work on bullshit, you know? Like, even if they didn't really know Sturgill, if they, like, heard his songs or wouldn't see see him play or whatever. That's not like, yeah. They're not going to say no. Or they're not going to say yes to someone who sucks, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You said that you're not a lyrics person. And I feel like I'm the exact opposite where, like, I I am all lyrics. Like, that's, like, my main thing that I like about music is, like, well, not the main, you know, all of it obviously coming together is a beautiful thing. But like, uh, but the lyrics are kind of where I connect with songs. And it sucks because also the first time I hear something, I can't, I don't understand the, like my brain just does, just kind of says someone's talking and you can't do it. So I need to listen to things like four or five times. That's why I think I might have been talking to you, Tyler, about like uh, the ballad of a uh, dude in Juanita, where it's like, the, I had to listen. The third time is kind of what I, when I got what was going on and I kind of got the narrative of it. And I was like, oh, it's like a, it's like a TV show almost. Yeah. So that's how I connected to Dude Monita, where I was like, oh, I have to like listen to what the words are saying and what they mean and all that stuff in order to really get it. And that's also, once again, the reason I got into Sturgill in the first place, because his lyrics are so on point and like they're funny too. Like if we want to talk about them, um, uh, uh, what you call it? like um, the song we're here to talk about. You can have the crown. You can have the crown. The thing that when I first heard that, because I similarly, I was like, okay, this album's a little country for me. 
like um which is a bad thing to say and i do like the album a whole lot it's really great but like that is the song where i was like oh wait a minute like it just legitimately and it was the moment where he said i'm still gonna have to figure out what the hell rhymes with bronco or whatever Mm -hmm. right which is like so funny and it's also like stops it's like different so i don't know that's what turned me on to him to that song initially i like that turn that he does and i also just like when he adventures like says it before he's like and like talking about having no money for gas and then yeah and I drive a Bronco. And then like, you're like, yes. puts a little showmanship behind it, yeah, you know, totally. changes up the rhythm. To let it. you know, yeah. like, oh, this is going to be important in one second. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's also kind of like a chat, like, because what does rhyme with Bronco? Like nothing. Like, or Costco, nothing. That doesn't no, right. rhyme. But it is like, it's like a little bit like, oh, okay, well, how's he going to land that one? You know, like yeah, he threw right, a ball right. up in the air. What's he going to do with it? And then he just like complete, he like bats the ball away into a different right. park, you know? Yeah. And he, and he delivers Bronco differently in the next line. Where he's like, I still have to figure out what the hell rhymes with Bronco. Like, yeah. He's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Mumbles it. He's yeah, less yeah. proud of the Bronco all of a sudden. Yeah. 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 He can't make a rhyme. He realized he made a mistake buying that Bronco because he couldn't rhyme with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's number one country music rule: buy a truck that's got a rhyme. Yeah, should have should have bought a Chevy Volt, <laughs> a Ram. Yeah, yeah, a Ram. <laughs> yeah, so I don't really hear lyrics very well. Like I kind of only hear like lyrics only really register for me when I've heard a song so many times that I've totally. memorized yeah. like what the person is saying, and then I'm saying it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's what they're saying as yeah. it comes out of my mouth, but. You know, mm-hmm. Sturgill's so good at writing hooks mm-hmm. and the hook on You Can Have the Crown is so good that I did hear that part. I'm King Turd up, yeah. <laughs> up here on, up shit, here on mountain. shit Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I heard that the first time and right. my ears perked up and I was like, oh, this is, ooh, this is fun. Like totally. this is, this is yeah. a really fun song. I just love that phrase so much. Like that's a phrase like, you know, Tyler, you know me being a Kentucky boy and all my little Kentucky isms and like. When instead of saying like that'll work, I'm like that dog will hunt or whatever. <laughs> and like, yeah. you know, I got all these different things I say. Uh, but like that's like an kind of I don't I'm sure it's not just Kentucky, but like you would hear that a lot in Kentucky is be like, Well, how's it going? It's like, Well, King Turd up here on shit mountain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like a lot. Just like saying like things are fine, but not great. <laughs> kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, and the way he just uses it for that song is like and trying to get a record deal out of it and all that. But you can have the crown. Like, I don't need this shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it is like there's so many good, uh, like, little hook. Like, what is uh, There's another one. Oh, I'm so broke I can't pay attention. It's so fucking good. It's right, like, right. I'm like, oh, my God. It's so, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like every couplet has almost mm-hmm. a punchline or a full punchline in it every time. But not in a way that, like, cheapens the song. It's just like, oh, this is a guy who is being very truthful about a circumstance is being kind of critical of the music industry and is also laughing at his own predicament, mm-hmm. not right. making it in an industry that he doesn't even respect that much. Like yeah. it's such a good, <laughs> there's so much going on. It's, it's really, really it's nice. also like, Oh, every sentence, sir. Like sometimes with writing, I get this. We're like, Oh, well we got to put in a little bit filler here or there, but this is like, there's no filler in this song. And it's like also yeah. funnier than any fucking thing I've ever done. You know, <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, so it's just like it's also it's frustrating when you see someone who's like way more talented than you and also way funnier, you know, like, oh, like, they're a musician. But like Prine's a great, great example where he's so 
good at music, but he's also so funny. And it's just like, right. God damn it, I can't do one of those things right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, Especially absolutely. Especially combine them. Yeah. Right. I mean, Prine is, and Churchill has this a bit also. I mean, Prine does this great thing where like one song makes you laugh out loud and the other mm-hmm. song make you just start Talk weeping. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Sturgill, of course, he's not, he's not being as goofy as ah heck. Um, yeah. And probably not as like right. <laughs> heartbreaking as like, bruised orange or something but right, right. uh he is doing both things really well like he totally. is able to do incorporate some of that classic woe is me with a wink kind of country mm-hmm. lyricism plus just really not sentimental but very like sincere yeah music especially totally. you know the stuff about his, his about his dad or his wife or his son um or just like the state of uh kentucky there's a lot mm-hmm. of really heartfelt <laughs> right. stuff <laughs> totally. No, without a doubt. I mean, that's like, um, that's one thing that I do love about a musician is like when they can change and still be good, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I'm a big Weezer fan and they change all the time, but people hate it. I think it's okay, but people hate it. Yeah. But it's just like with Sturgill, it seems like he changes a lot and like, maybe I'm not as tuned in, but it seems like all the Sturgill fans I know are like, we're here for it, man. Like, we just like you and you can do whatever you want. Like, right. Yeah. Right. I, no, I feel I like at this, totally I mean, that's part of the reason I like him is he mm-hmm. just keeps, ev- he's not making the same album twice and he has no interest in doing it. Right. Like for him, it's not about making a buck. He's like, I'm just trying to get, you know, stretch this artistic, uh, <laughs> you know, this artistic freedom as much as I can before yeah. I either get bored or lose relevance or whatever. Right. It is also, fun. I mean, he also like has such a thing of, I think, and he sings about this too, where he's like such, seems like kind of a normal, cool guy. Then I'm like, damn, dude, I bet I'd be his friend if I knew him. <laughs> I bet he'd want to hang out with me. Yeah. But then like, what is it? Mercury and retrograde is like kind of all about that. He's like, all these people want to be my friends, but I don't want to be your friend. You know? mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then he even has the song, either. Make Art Not Friends. Yes. Oh, that's right. the fucking one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll just stay at home and make art, not friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. Or two, both of those actually deal with that. Yeah, yeah. Those are, totally. by the way, two of my favorite songs. Period. Like, anyway, we'll keep. Oh, we'll, nice. I'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, I just. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we, so uh, we. The reason, I mean, on top of you can have the crown being a lot of people's introduction to Sturgill, myself included, and it being on his first album. Uh, you know, we picked we picked an early, well, I should say we picked an early song because I'm sure something from Metamodern is going to come up at some point on the pod. Something mm-hmm. from Absolutely. Sailor's Guide to Earth is going to come up. I mean, there's just too many, too many good songs. I mean, I'm tempted to put on. I mean, jeez, shit, Railroad of Sin. I'm just Or yeah. call to arms, even though it's like <laughs> barely country. It's like country plus four other things, you totally. know? Yeah. It's just there's a lot of really good, a lot of really good shit. Without um, a doubt. So Eli, let's talk about the the lyrical side of things. I don't mean yeah. to put you on the spot, but Please. I guess I but I guess I do. You know, what are some other songs <laughs> that really resonate you as a as a lyricman? Once again, like Turtles All the Way Down 
it's just those things because like I said to you, like I can't – like it's hard for me to like pick up on things the first time I hear them. But even though it is like my favorite part of the song. So I try to listen. But like when you're kind of casually listening to something in the background, it's hard. But Turtles on the Way Down I think is like kind of a brilliant like uh, little thing because it has those like um, things – like just just evocative things of like um i don't know talk about like uh, what was it like jesus and like lsd like all these like he just has like mm-hmm. provocative words that like will catch your ear i've seen jesus play with flames in the lake of fire i was standing met the devil in seattle Spent nine months inside the lion's den. Absolutely. No, I love Turtles All the Way Down for sure. It's definitely one of my favorites. Well, also, I mean, I'm a huge fan of psychedelics too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, if, oh, yeah, dude, the opening sense, line. So. The opening line yeah, of that exactly. song. I've seen Jesus play with flames in the lake of fire that I was standing in. I was like, it's right. just like right out the The first thing that you hear is like, oh yeah. my God. That's good acid, man. That's that's good acid. That's Uh, good acid. Devil in Seattle, spent nine months inside the lion's den, met Buddha yet another time, showed me the glowing light within. Because it says that, like I said, I was raised by hippies. So it's like that kind of like, oh, whoa, like, what what are you talking about? What's what's that mean? Uh Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and it's country, too. And so you're like, what? What are they talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because the the real first lyric is – Metamodern is an old guy saying metamodern sounds right. country music. I think it's his Come grandpa. Say. Oh, is that really? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think I I hope I have that right. Let's just say it is. We'll say it is. Why not? It's his, it's Grampy Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so this okay. A lot to unpack with that. And mm-hmm. I agree with you. Like it's such such a good opening line. I mean, it's one of those another line that always grabs me, uh, is uh the waiting where just baby don't it feel like heaven right now don't it feel like something from a dream i mm-hmm. think i've got something like, like oh man as right. soon as you if you catch that lyric the first time you're like all right i'm in for the next three minutes what's the rest <laughs> yes. of this song and yeah. uh, that's how i feel about turtles all the way down also mm-hmm. um so just incredible writing but then he's also introducing this like meta modernism concept immediately because uh meta modernism in the realm of if spirit, religion, or at least from what I looked up, is this thing called secular spirituality. So if you're like a metamodernist religious person, you don't like subscribe to like a god or mm-hmm. one god even. You're like, how do I incorporate like being spiritual and open into my regular non yeah. uh religious practicing life? And I feel like he's hammering that right oh, away with without oh, having absolutely. to be like, this is what this is what the pre- the concept of metamodernism is. And yes. it's like, he's not having to like explain it. He's just given it to us without a doubt. Um, yeah. And it's just like, uh, yeah. And you don't need to know that stuff in order to enjoy it. It's just kind of like, no, a, Oh, right. here's a thought like, uh, and yeah. like, and he does it like sonically too, where it's like, Oh, this is country, but it's not like country. Like it's like something else. It's like, yeah. It's yeah. like you're incorporating the idea of country into your everyday life. You know? Yeah. <laughs> It's oh, yeah, brilliant. Another one that I was just thinking. I love the song "Sea Stories" on um on uh, but uh, Sailor's Guide to Earth. Yeah. Sailor's Guide to Earth. Yeah. Where there's just a line. It's another one that just kind of sticks out. Where he's like, uh, maybe get high, play a little Golden Eye on Battle Sixty Four. Exactly. <laughs> I played that song for my friend Mark because I was trying to get my friend Mark Denny, who's a huge prime guy, into Sturgill, and mm-hmm. I was playing him that song, and he's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like it's another one that just right. pops out at you 
it's like just an unexpected thing. I never thought I'd hear the words Goldeneye and 64 like on, in right. a fucking thing. But it's like, oh, he also knows who his audience is. It's probably like, yeah. you know, tw- right. you know, th- 30 plus white dudes like that love him, you know. Uh, so right right <laughs> on there, my man. Absolutely. Yeah. That That is um, – I feel like I, I've listened to that song so many times, but oh. I never heard the lyrics until he – played the bluegrass version of it oh really and that's when i finally for the first time heard what was going on and he's got that line about like trying to score from a futon life raft on the floor yes. uh like that's such <laughs> a great line and then he's also got just when he's like also saying just the japanese cities that he yes <laughs> like i was like fuck like and he just like it sounds so cool and so good and he it just does. like blam it blam it and it's like a thing of like when i first heard it it just because like I, whenever I first hear a song, it's just kind of all nonsense until you hear like a phrase. But I was like, oh, the reason I don't understand that is because they're proper nouns. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like I just looked up the lyrics and I'm not even going to attempt it, but it takes up him naming those cities takes up like the majority of one of the verses. And it is. It's true. It's so impressive. It feels it's it's like uh, the I've been everywhere. Yeah. Uh, right. Yes, like yeah. it's like the modern I've been everywhere, but just about Japan. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's really cool to listen to. If you haven't listened to it, give it a close listen. Hard right. Well. Hard record. Totally worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites is is going back to modern modern meta modern sounds in country music. You said it like the wife. grandpa right there. <laughs> meta, <laughs> meta modern sounds. Meta modern sounds in country music. 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 Um is Wife of Sin. Oh, I keep drinking myself silly on the way up to this hell And I thank God for this here life of sin. And that's like a very traditional kind of country mm-hmm. song, uh, country rock, rockabilly-ish kind of thing. But the fucking guitar solo is so good, yeah. you know? And then like just the idea of him also kind of kind of like he's doing and um, you can have the crown is like poking fun at his situation. He's like, I should be getting up and I should be looking for a job, but instead I'm oh, yeah. going to... Make sure the bowl gets a little fatter every day. I'm upping mm-hmm. my medication. I'm doing this. Whatever. Who gives a shit? And mm-hmm. this goes in this ripping guitar solo. I love that one. It's like two and a half minutes and I can't, like I dance the entire time. It doesn't yeah. matter where I'm at. Like I could, <laughs> I could be in the middle of the street and that song starts and I'm strutting, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love, uh, um, oh shit. I'm forgetting the name of it. The one about uh, light. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm brain farting. Was it give a little light or something like that? Uh huh. Yeah, I feel like a dumbass. I can't think of it right now. Uh, <laughs> but a little light. Up. Yeah, is that just the name of it? Is a little light? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And that oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's. Oh nice. yes, totally. Yeah. Oh yeah, my right. god. Yeah, that song is so fucking good. <laughs> and I was like, I thought there's more to that title, but no. Yeah, it's just called a little light. And uh, that <laughs> song is so fun because it feels like what. All the way to heaven. We used to sing in church growing (laughs) up in Missouri. It sounds like a gospel song, but it is just, I mean, and he mentions heaven, but really it's just about (laughs) like just 
living in you know being good mm-hmm. not being <laughs> not giving your life up to christ but just being like good and yeah you know Absolutely, getting yeah. up there any way you can and that just goes back to like the whole concept of like you know uh the whole meta modernism you know mm-hmm. secular religion sort of thing gotta walk that road Yeah, but that song, gosh, I can't help but like, like trot when I'm listening to it. <laughs> like yeah. if I'm walking oh, yeah. around, yeah, kicking your feet up in the air, swinging your arms yeah. around like a businessman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just <laughs> that was a physical bit for everyone listening at home. Yeah. Another one. Another one of my favorites is a uh, uh, make art not friends that like we talked about before. That yeah. one is just like so, and it's like you know. Then sometimes when I'm like, oh, I should be working on this thing, but let me go out and hang out with my friends. All my friends are getting drunk. Let me go do that instead. And that yeah. song will come on and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I should be working right now. But like, oh, yeah. but it's just so cool. And also just like it starts with like that long, like, like a Batman theme song or something like that. Uh, and then it just like crescendos and then lyrics. And like that's – I fucking love that. It's so cool. Um, yeah. Uh, and then same thing with Mercury, Mercury and retrograde. It almost sounds like a Weezer song, almost like right. you know, like it's just like fun, dun, 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 dun. it's just like got beat and rhythm, and it's just like fun. It's like easy and fun to listen to. And he sings about Japanese girls. So yeah. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is very Weezer. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> incredibly Weezer. That's like I'd say their main yeah. genre is uh, yeah. creepy <laughs> songs about Japanese girls. Yeah. Um, also, if you want to go back to High Top Mountain, The Storm is a great song. And I think that's about also speaking to like his situation where he's like, Things aren't happening just yet, but I've got, I know ideas are on the way. This is going to all turn into something. The storm is coming. There's a low and the wind is dying down. Don't let it fall, you storm ain't done. But water's frozen in, my heart's gone down. Our love's wilting like flowers, ain't got no sound. And then I'd have to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Have to be crazy. Stop all my singing. Never play music again. Which is also a song about him. Like, if I gave all this up, I'd have to be the dumbest person in the world or whatever. And then, obviously, he doesn't and is a megastar. So, good on Sturgill <laughs> for, for figuring that out. Definitely. First song, too Life Ain't Fair in the World is Mean. Just easy. Oh, yeah. Nothing nothing easier, nothing better than that. Just life ain't fair <laughs> and the world is mean. Correct. You can just say that one time and that's a pretty good song. Right. That's just enough. Like right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it, that's that one's so good. Railroad of Sin, Sitting Here Without You. Those are all just like... Uh, there's not, they're not, they don't feel derivative at all, but they do feel like, oh, this is, this is a guy who is taking 
classic country concepts and, and elevating all of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. You know, I made the, <laughs> I, I, what's the line? Uh, if I knew you were the cheating kind, I'd be, I wouldn't be sitting here without you with you on my mind. I'd be running around <laughs> having fun. I'm mixing up the order, but yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh man, it all yeah. flows so good. And it's, totally. yeah, it's just great. And then, oh God, what's that line he's got where he's like, uh, some days you kill it, some days you just choke, some days you blast <laughs> right. off, some days you just smoke. I love that. That's yeah. like right. become like I <laughs> if I'm having a bad day, I'm just like, yeah, some days Duh. you kill it, some days you choke. <laughs> Maybe we'll that's kill tomorrow. Like, that's like the best part of a country song is when you can just say, You said it, brother. <laughs> Fucking a man! It's like, yeah. I mean, not to go back to Prime, but like, uh, but that song. You ought to make it name a drink after you. I'm like, fuck, right. oh, brother, you said it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck Owens nope. does a lot of those too. Like, close up the honky tonks. Just like, yep, yep. you know. Yeah. You got me. You got you me, son. <laughs> I looked into how well High Top Mountain did. Mm-hmm. initially and it did not get a lot of attention when it first came out uh which probably in hindsight seems like surprising because it's so well regarded and it's it's just such good music but uh people really didn't catch on to high top mountain until meta modern sounds came out mm-hmm. and then everybody was like oh wait he has an album before this and then yeah right. when meta modern sounds that's exactly started, what i did yeah 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 me too <laughs> Yeah. So High Top Mountain like got back on the charts like after <laughs> Metal Modern Sounds came out because people figured it out. Oh, interesting. And uh, he has I found some interesting quotes about uh from him in interviews about his first album, and I won't, you know, bore you with all of them, but he does talk a lot Could about Could you bore us with some of them? I'll bore you with one of them that I think uh, is pertinent. Just a few. Uh he said, uh, I think modern country, especially everything you hear on the radio, they spend three verses trying to tell you how country they are. <laughs> yeah. He's like, but country music is just about hope or redemption, sorrow, pain, and loss and everything at the same time. Uh, which I agree. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> yep. Totally. Second yep. nailed it. Yeah. He doesn't have a single lyric about a fucking red solo cup or a dirt road. So yeah. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That is such a great point of like, and maybe that is like why I didn't like country music like on the bus growing up was because it was just kind of like talking about bullshit. Like it was right. also funny because I was like, oh, the, this because it was like the first half we'd listen to like uh, country music. The second half, it was kind of like hip hop and like wh- whatever was popular at the time. And I was like, these hip hop songs are the same. They're saying the exact same things as like these country songs where it's like right. I, get, <laughs> I get drunk and I like uh, like I like to. <laughs> party and i like i mean that's not an original thought i feel like that's been said a bunch my yes. my car is important <laughs> right. the kind of car yeah. I and have where i drive me. it yeah. is mm-hmm. also and how fast i drive it mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah. yeah how i dress yeah i think it's even like what i think bo burnham at some point makes some sort of joke before his country music pandering song about like con- most country stars on the radio are these like millionaires wearing like ten thousand yeah, yeah. dollar pairs of jeans trying to convince you mm-hmm. that right they are broke. <laughs> yeah just spending, yeah, spending four minutes trying to tell you how broke they are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, this is something we, this is what we harp on all the time and kind of why we started the podcast is, is this thing where, yeah, like, man, so much of the radio, not all the radio stuff is bad, but so much of it is a put on. Uh, and yeah, of yeah. course you'd be turned off. I was for right, almost yeah. three decades. Like, and so thanks to, thanks to Sturgill <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Prine, yeah. we're getting yeah. remedy. Another one, Graham Parsons was the slowly. other one that kind of got me into it a little bit. Oh, um, yeah. Graham yeah. is so great. Yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. 
do an episode on him. I mean, it is crazy. He like li- he like yeah, yeah. was active for like three <laughs> years and then like died, but c- yeah. totally changed the way con- like uh he invented country rock almost like in like three right. years. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. I did a show in Chicago uh, about where I played like a the show was I play like a medieval king putting on a solo comedy show. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah. So like, anyway. but part of it was I um I like uh, had a, co- a country western band on me and we just played a uh, like. A bunch of uh, Graham Parsons songs, and honestly, the show was structured kind of like I I modeled it after um, the the Prine song um, uh, "Jesus the Missing Years," where there was like oh, a lot yeah, of yeah. cool anachronistic stuff in that oh, song yeah. that I was like, just and I was listening to Prine like and Graham Parsons like nonstop, and so like yeah, I modeled it after that where it was like a medieval king but he's like <laughs> talking about kind of modern things and like but with his medieval kind of thing it was, it was like about trump and all that shit but <laughs> <laughs> but it also uh, side quick side note it for me the first night was an uh was game seven of the world series in 2016 when the oh, cubs won. The one that won oh my gosh that's <laughs> so funny so yeah not a big house yeah, um, and then the next yeah. week was uh, then the next week Trump won the election. <laughs> the night I before, know. and so Jesus no one gosh. came. The next week was pretty good house, though. And then the week <laughs> after that was Thanksgiving. <laughs> you picked the best run. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, You're anyway. like, how can I? How, how am I able to get this theater space so cheap? You don't look ahead on your. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, Sharna must love me. <laughs> Uh, I guess, I mean, not that it's controversial to say anything about how much Trump sucks because, you know, everybody, everybody's doing it uh, and did it. But I feel like it's worth bringing up that uh, Sturgill is such a he's such a uh, a stubborn country star that doesn't want to play the Mm -hmm. game that he did that thing that maybe you remember where he busked outside the CMAs to raise money for, uh, I think it was the ACLU or something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it wasn't against the CMAs necessarily, but it was against fascism. <laughs> but he uh-huh. just stood outside right. with his acoustic guitar outside of the CMAs and busked and live streamed it on Facebook. And so, of course, like some press shows up because they're there anyway for the CMAs. And they're like, uh, is this about Trump or whatever? And he's like, he, he said, and I quote, he's a fascist fucking pig and I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> i'm afraid yeah. to say it this guy everybody yeah. hates sucks. well it is like, i guess also in that world not everybody right hates. yeah i mean for us it's like obvious right. but he's doing it at the cmas which is you know right. like they've they're Fucking they're great. so entrenched in like the conservative politics of things that like Absolutely. you know he i mean he did a video uh, about like how they didn't after prine's death they didn't like do an in memoriam or something for prine and Oh really? Yeah, and I mean, there were people saying like that's that's a huge, ridiculous oversight. But also, people mm-hmm. were wondering like, oh, is it because Prine is like so anti-war and like right. uh, anti, right. uh, you know, like performative patriotism and stuff like that? Yeah, but yeah, and, then, and he in the interview with Rick Rubin also he was like, I probably lost some fans because you know stuff I say. Like he just he really he really <laughs> right. owns it. Like yeah, country music has uh has tr- attracts a certain type of person, and then uh, sometimes. Well, you know. so that's like a big reason why I didn't get it, like I didn't like it as yeah. a kid was because all of like the fucking hicks that I mean like and hey I'm a uh, I, you know I'm also I also grew up in the exact same place they right. did blah 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 right. I'm better than they are but like they were just so hate such hateful like anti gay like all this shit right. like 
that it was just so anything that they were, I didn't want to be a part of, you know? Yeah. No, absolutely. It, it's like, it, yeah, it was, a, it, it still is yeah. in a lot of ways. It's kind of a lifestyle that at least appearance wise, you're like, oh, maybe this isn't the right bar to go to. Maybe this isn't mm-hmm. the right crowd to hang out with this or anything like that. But once you like dig deeper, you get through the surface and like what the radio stuff is, you find out it's actually like, you know, a pretty nice community. Totally. <laughs> that, like that's even that with all this, the second you talk to a person, it's like, like it's, juggalos. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yes. I, you know, I'm afraid of them, but after <laughs> I met a few, I, I can call them friends. Totally. You know? it's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's that whole thing, which is like, I mean, it's the it's part of the reason. Like, if you go to like, a, I mean, that uh, Dolly Parton like uh, thing made this point about it. That podcast that came out a couple of years ago made this point of like a Dolly Parton concert brings so many different kinds of people yeah. together, and it's oh, like that sure. stuff that I think that Prine and like Sturgill and any of those people that attract kind of both crowds like have the power to do, which is really absolutely. Cool. Yeah, he's doing good work. Well. Wait, should we go on to the what the the smothered and covered? Is there even one? There is one. There's one cover of this song. There's one okay. cover. I gotta let me find the name of that person again real quick. <laughs> I guess it's Tyler Snodgrass. And I just played my yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I could do it. Oh, this was embarrassing because I wasn't planning on this. Oh my god. <laughs> but I mean All right, I, I guess can. one, two, three, four. <laughs> my band my band comes out behind me banjo <laughs> rises from <laughs> underneath my desk you playing on it eli danny's yeah. like what the what the hell's going on what in the hell's going on <laughs> i did like uh, for a while when i was really into mercury and retrograde i would play that on my banjo a lot and like mm-hmm. j- but also like play it in a way that i've never done which is like play like pl- like almost like a power chord on a guitar of like dunk, oh, dunk, 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 and it's really yeah. fun to do yeah a little strumming yeah no picking, no uh, what flop hand? Is that what it's right? Claw hammer, yeah. claw hammer. <laughs> it's oh, claw we hammer. Call it flop, flop hands. hands. I like flop hands. <laughs> I've invented a new style, and I don't even play the banjo. So that's like know, that's prolific. That's like the thing. Yeah. Was that movie where that kid is uh, like August slapped. Rush? Yes, yes. <laughs> where he's like slapping the guitar and stuff. That's called Hit, flop hand. Getting the harmonics, the ping, pop, pop, boom. Yeah, that's it. Was that movie about nine eleven? I forget. I didn't uh, see it. Me either. Yeah. Why not? All right. You know, like, I'm very <laughs> glad that you knew what I was talking about. Yeah. Like, there's no, cause I didn't even see this movie. No, I didn't either. Yeah. I just remember it was about like, Oh, it's a kid who plays guitar wrong. I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Fring, go, gum, bang, gum, He's a genius. It's just like, you're just trying to play harp or something. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, buy the kid a harp. Playing drumsticks on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's there's one cover by a guy named Cole Hallman, a person I All right. a person I'm not familiar with. I listened to uh I listened to the cover. It's pretty faithful. He puts in a few more vocal inflections. It's you know, oh. it's fine. Uh I would say no disrespect to Cole, because the version's not bad. I would say if you're looking for a cover, check out the bluegrass version. Mm. I think that is probably my preferred right. cover. He does cover himself. That's true. Yeah. I always forget about that. Hey, I cover myself uh, every night when I go to bed. <laughs> Coconut oil. <laughs> yeah, I'm slippery. Uh, <laughs> All right, so I'm let's sli- put me in the oven. I get crispy. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I love Eli that you were just like making a very corny joke, and Danny <laughs> took it to 
just an entirely different place. <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. But I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. I hope. It was know, a gift. Know. Yeah. We're, was, hey, we all we all went through at least level two at IO. This yeah. is what we're good right. at. Is, yeah. uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm good at it. I was just <laughs> – I liked to do it. That was like what it was for me. Like I remember a couple of times you and me were doing scenes together in like in like level three or four, Tyler, uh-huh. and you like all of a sudden talked in Spanish. Like you started speaking Spanish, and I just looked at you and I go, "Oh, Spanish guy." <laughs> <laughs> Not that it's important, but you said you said Spanish man, and oh, ah, some, Spanish man and for some reason. <laughs> and to anything i'm not progressing the scene <laughs> i'm just literally saying what i see in here you know? I, I forgot about funny. that but i remember it now because it got the biggest <laughs> laugh of that entire scene in class ah, spanish man <laughs> ah, spanish man who was your teacher <laughs> i think that was craig euler oh. right? yeah that might have been you euler yeah. must have loved that <laughs> You love that shit. No, wait. Oh, my God. And you were the Spanish guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope all That's the listeners accurate. appreciate that uh, impression of a man they've never heard of. Yeah, from a defunct improv <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> It's so specific. But crowd out, shout out to uh, Craig. Yeah, Taylor. Craig was great. He yeah. I had a couple yeah, I loved him. Me yeah. too. <laughs> Good man, Craig. Okay. Uh, Eli, thanks again for coming on the show. Goofing my pleasure. With us talking Sturgill. We're going to go around and of course we've talked about a lot of songs, but mm-hmm. uh, we're going to now share some recommendations where if this is your first exposure to Sturgill and you're listening and you uh, maybe don't have time for a full album, you just want a couple hot wrecks. Uh, we're going to go around and share just, you know, one, two, three favorites. So we can start with you, Eli, if that's all right. <laughs> what are the other essential Sturgill songs? And we got three of them, three. Sure. Yeah. All right. I'll say Turtles sure. all the way down, number one. That's what I would recommend. Listen to that first, maybe. Um, damn. Dude, honestly, I mean, we've all, I've already mentioned all of these, but it would probably be Turtles All the Way Down, Sea Stories, and then <sighs> Damn. I was about to go make Art Not Friends, but and that's my cheap way of getting it out there. Yeah. But I'm, honestly, if you've never heard the country song, I might say listen to In Bloom, too. Just the, the oh, cover yeah. of that. I think that's because an easy way in. And you're like, oh, this is kind of nice, but I also know it. But it's like different. Yeah. So uh, I don't feel great about those. But I mean, go back and listen to any of the songs that we just said. Um, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. hard. It's hard to narrow down. Turtles. Truly. Maybe just let go. All right. All right. My, once again, I just did the same thing where I said like five. But yeah, but I have three <laughs> official ones. You found yeah. you found the loophole. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, it's all good. All right, <laughs> Danny, your your turn. Pick up some slack. Where uh, you know what what are the next Sturgill songs people should listen I mean, to? The essentials. Not to be redundant, but like Turtles All the Way Down, totally, totally is one. Mm-hmm. But um, I I love Life of Sin, which I mentioned earlier too, and also uh, I'll have to be crazy. But also, if you go, you know, meta modern sounds and country music, uh, he's got great covers. Like you mentioned, in Bloom, like his cover of a, is it the is it the Everly Brothers, the Isley Brothers? I can't remember who the fuck actually originally did it, but the the Promise that oh, is a great uh, that's, cover. Uh, um, the that's a, that's by a um, the a new brothers. wave band. No, oh yeah, you're right. 
It's from uh, Win, uh, Win in Rome, I think. Is that the name of it? Yeah, it was way off base there. For some reason, I was like attaching it to some old kind of Motown-y thing. But no, you're right. I had no idea that was a cover. <laughs> oh, yeah. That song. Um, yeah, Win wow. in Rome. It's a, yeah, it's a new wave song from like the late 80s. Hmm. That's right. Yeah. Thanks for clearing that up, actually, by the way. And also, if you got uh, Sailor's Guide to Earth, um, Brace for Impact parentheses live a little <laughs> yeah uh, is uh one of my favorites i mean a lot of that album is a story up that he's like telling his newborn child like how to go and navigate through life so he's you know encouraging him to kind of uh live that kind of life of sin that he talked about all the way back on high top mountain stuff like that so i think that's a great song and then um i don't know i'm not I love all of his original music, but I'm going to pick a third cover. He does a fantastic cover of The Promise, or not The Promise. Paradise. Uh, Paradise. Yeah, totally. Prime. Yeah. So, I was going to pick that one if you didn't, so you got that out of the way for and me. It, it, so if you like all of what he's done with other people's music, <laughs> just think of how good he is at his own. <laughs> That's my suggestion, I guess. Uh, but I love him. I mean, everything's fantastic. And I would also say go check out Sunday Valley, especially if you've got a little bit of pumpkin. Uh, YouTube that stuff up. and. Uh, Definitely. You'll have a good time. Yeah. I know we've talked about maybe most or all of them. Uh, I'll throw out Railroad of Sin from the, the first album. Uh, I will say again, A Little Light uh, from Meta Modern Sounds, the one that's kind of gospel. It's also only a minute and a half long, so <laughs> real easy to re-listen to a few times, and it's as long as a normal song. And then I'll say again, uh, Call to Arms, which is the last song mm-hmm. on A Sailor's Guide to Earth. It oh, is. Yeah. It starts off like, you know, just kind of like, lush and smooth and then it turns into like this just like just a very like yeah a rocking uh song that has horns in it it really feels like it it almost feels like it transitions into what would be sound and fury because that's a great point it's also a good bookend to because another one that i would say is polywog you know welcome to earth definitely because that and that's like the first song on sailor's guide to earth and it's like almost that song but in reverse where it's or no it's essentially kind of the same structure where it's like starts off very like melodious and like uh mm-hmm. and then gets like a little funky and that's really fun yeah. too so that, i mean that whole i mean i think that him more than any other person's like an album person so like if you like albums right listen to the whole album because it's really great uh, each one's a great piece like a piece of work in its entirety and it is gives you more appreciation for each song with the next song you know so but that's not the that's not the podcast so right but (laughs) but i think it's a good suggestion i I, think you're right on with that yeah no i think it's a good point because especially you know when we've been covering uh older country musicians like from the 50s Mm -hmm. 60s especially you know uh those musicians like the the industry wasn't about an album. It was about singles. Yeah. So uh, it's hard to recommend albums, especially because a lot of our, even the greatest, like even like Dolly and Johnny Cash and all these yeah. people, they have like 50 albums <laughs> yeah. in a, and a lot right. of it is filler because it was right. all based around the one big song. Uh, but Sturgill is making every album is a, is a specific intentional art piece. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's definitely an Absolutely. album guy. But not to say that the individual songs aren't great. We spent a fucking hour and a half like talking about them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Definitely. All right, cool. Well, uh, yeah, we better, we better close it up. Eli, thanks again for uh, joining us. And uh, where can people find you on the internet? Where they, where can they keep up with you if they want to hear or see more of you? Uh, yeah. Eli Coyote on Instagram is 
is it. That's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, most stuff will be on there if I do stuff. Okay. Right. Cool. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I'm mainly just an Instagram boy too. You know. Yeah. That's the way to do it. I have a Twitter. <laughs> I use yeah, I I I own a Twitter, but just I think it's uh yeah, I think there's a promise on there that I will never tweet. <laughs> I want to get to a million followers without ha- ever having tweeted before. Hey, with, en- with enough money, that's very doable. Actually, Love it. yeah, let's <laughs> do it. And how much money will I get for this? Uh, we'll talk about that after okay. off the mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, last question: where, where can people see your anti-Trump King show? Where is that being put up again? Yes, I'm very interested. When's that going back up? Off Broadway? On Broadway? Let me know. Yeah, which, you know? Whichever team has the longest championship drought, I'm going to do it the night that they're in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, got to make sure. That yeah, was it Cleveland? You pick like a life-changing sports <laughs> yeah, win yeah. of a night to mm-hmm. book it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So you can you can find uh, me at, at Tyler Snod uh, on Twitter. Uh, I do tweet because Eli doesn't. And uh, at Tyler, he tweets so I don't have to. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, And then at Tyler underscore snot on Instagram. Danny, where are you at? I'm at Danny Moppin, M A U P I N, uh, on Instagram, dannymoppin.com. That'll have any shows I've got coming up on there. And uh, hey, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at Take this pod and shove it. And also, if you have any suggestions for anything, songs you'd like to get covered, any comments, anything like that, just, you know, keep them positive. Don't be a narc. Don't be a dick. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you can just do take this pod and shove it at gmail.com. We'd appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. So if you need to uh, berate us for getting <laughs> meta modern sounds in country music wrong <laughs> an hour ago, that's the email to do it at. Uh, okay. Well, that's all we got for you for now. Uh, follow the playlist on Spotify, subscribe, keep listening, and we'll see you next week. Thanks again. Take this pot and shove it.